Team, welcome to the Freedom Hunt. That's right, the Buck Sexton Show is underway on this Thursday, October 14th. Appreciate you being here with me. We have Joe Rogan finally gets someone from CNN on his show. Sanjay Gupta, the doctor from CNN, gets him to admit that CNN basically is lying about ivermectin or did lie about ivermectin we've got biden addressing supply chain crisis and his chief of staff saying it's a high class problem middle class migrants now flying to mexico because it's so much easier to illegally get into the u.s at the southern border gruden scrub from the madden video game and the netflix boss is defending dave Chappelle's show saying it doesn't translate to real world harm we've got all of that coming up for you today we're going to get through some fantastic stuff here uh, or at least some really interesting stuff. For hardworking Americans, finding health care can be an expensive struggle. It can feel like you don't have any real choice at all. That's why I'm introducing our friends at One Share Health. As a Christian health care sharing ministry, they're a nonprofit dedicated to helping thousands of Americans find affordable health care and support their members' communities through charity and volunteer missions. Their ACA-exempt programs are perfect for small business owners, the self-employed, or anyone who's just fed up with the broken traditional healthcare system. Don't worry about ridiculous Obamacare mandates or penalties. Get the most out of your hard-earned money with healthcare for just $115 a month for you or $239 for your family. Get $75 off your enrollment fee with promo code BUCK. Call 833-230-4455 now or go online to onesharehealth.com for a fast quote in seconds. That's 833-230-4455 or onesharehealth.com with promo code BUCK. Make sure you use that promo code BUCK for your special offer. Live well, pay less, see how much you'll save, and put the freedom of choice back into your hands. One thing that I've been telling you for a long time is that there are people who pretend to be scientists these days who pretend to be the lab coat experts that we all have to bow down to and listen to. And in reality, they are politicians. They're doing the bidding of the Democrat Party. You see that with Dr. Fauci, right? You see it with Dr. Fauci. You also certainly see it with the head of the CDC and various other doctors who go on television to tell you what you're supposed to do, what you're allowed to do in this era of COVID. And sometimes they're just lying to you. I mean, sometimes these major news outlets and even the doctors themselves, and anybody says, that's not true, Buck, they don't lie. Fauci admits now that he lied about masks to protect mask supply. That's called being a liar. He's a liar. Now, you can say you thought it was a noble lie. By the way, he is actually lying about lying to give you a sense of how dishonest that guy really is. Because he actually knows masks epidemiologically do very little against aerosolized virus, the cloth masks that people were wearing. And that's what he was referring to. And he knew it. But then this became the mask religion during covid and you can't question it. So the left, the I'm so smart people, they thought I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to be taking the virus seriously. And Fauci didn't want to ever have to tell them you're actually not as smart as you think you are. But before I, I dive into the latest Fauciism and how he is the absolute worst, as you know, and and I'm, I'm so happy there are people that reach out to me now, even from the right there. Are, there are conservatives who will reach out to me and they will say things like, how did you know Fauci was 
terrible all along. And I'll say, I don't know, maybe it was my CIA training or something. Although there are plenty of awful people at the CIA, too, as we see with some of these Obama and Biden appointees running that place. But a conversation for another time. Uh, We have Joe Rogan, who does one of the, if not the biggest current events news podcasts in the world. Uh, Joe Rogan got Dr. Sanjay Gupta on his show. And I will tell you this, Dr. Gupta is by reputation. I don't know him. I never did a segment with him even back when I used to go on CNN. But he's he's a by reputation, a nice guy. And I think it's a shame when you see people who I believe aspire to be decent and ethical get caught up in a place like CNN, which is a dishonest left wing propaganda machine. CNN is not a news network. CNN exists for the perpetuation of Democrat talking points under the pretense of it being a news network. That's what CNN is all about. I actually was talking to Mr. Jesse Waters on Fox News last night about this very topic, how it's just appalling what they do over at CNN. But on the issue of Joe Rogan taking ivermectin, now remember, I took ivermectin as well when I had COVID. My doctor who prescribed it is a honestly by reputation and by credentials a world-class physician and infectious disease specialist and his his idea for me was he said you don't have to take it just a thought it has some in vitro effect it won't hurt you and it may just you know maybe a placebo effect that you take it and might boost your immune system that way but If you want to take it, you can. I said, yeah, let's go for it. Let's give it a shot. So I took ivermectin when I had COVID and I beat COVID in about six or seven days. I was really sick for about three, not hospitalized sick, but I was I had a lot of back pain. The back pain was just brutal for some reason. I believe that for whatever reason, I mean, this is a personal belief and whatever, but I I just get the sense from talking to people that wherever you have inflammatory weakness preexisting in your system, that's where COVID kind of because of the immune response, the whatever, the cytokine storm, I don't even know. But I feel like it goes after those parts of weakness that you already have within within your your makeup, within your body, your immune system. Anyway, that's just a, that's a totally gut feeling. That's not something that I've read somewhere just because my the back pain for me was so pronounced so much more than anything else. And I sometimes get lower back pain. So uh, but anyway, I, I took ivermectin. And I was fine. And I took it because it's entirely safe. And I'm also somebody who, because of my days in the Central Intelligence Agency, got a ton of vaccines, a ton of pills, shots, malaria stuff. I mean, they just they used me as a pincushion. I was like a Petri dish for antibacteria, antiviral, antifungal, you name it. I mean, they're giving me all these things because I was going to parts of the world where you really don't want to spend a lot of time. You really don't want to be. It's funny now because people think, oh, Buck, don't you want to go to some, you know, some kind of adventurous, adventurous country or something? And I go, no, I kind of want to go where they have like a Four Seasons and really high thread count sheets on the bed. I've, I've done my living in third world squalor stuff. I'm, I'm good. I don't, need, I don't need any more of that. I've had it off. But anyway, I took the ivermectin and I was fine. And I obviously beat COVID and now I have natural immunity. Yay. Joe Rogan took, among several other things that all have been shown to have immune immune boosting properties, uh, vitamin C, ivermectin. I might have taken vitamin D, too. I forget what his full 
uh, full regimen was, but he beat COVID quickly. And CNN and the mainstream corporate Democrat left, I shouldn't call them mainstream, the corporate Democrat media decided to mock ivermectin and act like anybody who takes it is taking a horse dewormer. Now, there are a lot of medicines. You can give clonazepam to your pets. Did you know that? You can actually give anti-anxiety medication to pets. Some people do it. I know this because the family dog used to get very nervous. Uh, Tallulah would get very nervous in vehicles, and the vet said you can actually break up a little bit. I forget what the dosage was. And to help calm her down for a long car ride, sort of the way humans will do for a long plane ride if they have plane anxiety, does that make it a canine drug? Of course not. Ivermectin was developed for human beings, has been used by hundreds of millions of people around the world, and it's very effective. The guy who invented it, discovered it, got a Nobel Prize for Science, and CNN's running around saying it's a horse dewormer. I mean, this is willful and malicious lying because it's more fun for CNN to mock people than it is to deal with the truth, which is that there's a lot that's not known about COVID. There are a lot of therapeutics that people want to try. And the Fauci regimen has not saved us, not even a little bit. But they want to make fun of people. They don't want to be serious over at CNN. They don't go, hey, hey, we take the science seriously. You're taking horse dewormer. Well, Joe Rogan put this to Sanjay Gupta, and you got to hear the response. Dude. What did they say? They lied and said I was taking horse dewormer. First of all, it was prescribed to me by a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They shouldn't have said it was horse. A bunch of other medications. If you got a human pill because there were people that were taking it the veterinary medication and i you're not obviously you got it from a doctor so that it shouldn't be called that ivermectin can be a very effective medication for parasitic disease and as you say it's probably you know i think what a quarter billion people have taken it around the world i get that way more so way more billions of people have taken it can i just come back to the one i want to talk about you have before we get to that does it bother you that the news network you work for out and out lied, well, just outright lied about me taking horse dewormer. They, they, they shouldn't have said that. Why did they do that? I don't know. You didn't ask? You I didn't think that was your, did, you're the medical guy over there. I didn't ask. I should have asked before But they did it with such glee. No, yes, Joe. Yes, they did. I watched. They absolutely did do it with glee. They thought it was funny. Ha ha, taking horse dewormer like an idiot. He's so dumb, he's taking horse dewormer. This was on a... The, the the legacy cable news network, CNN, I mean, this was some place that considers itself to be serious. What a clown show over there. What a joke that place has become. Trump broke them, broke them emotionally, psychologically. They, they no longer have any moral compass whatsoever. They will dox and harass private citizens for the amusement of their lib audience. They will lie about Russia collusion for ratings for years and seriously slow down a presidency with that lie, which is what they tried to do and did with some success, not entirely against the Trump administration, and the lie about medical issues. And, you know, Dr. Gupta knows there's no way he can explain this away. There's there's nothing he can say that's going to make it seem like CNN is not a bunch of jerks. You know, they talk about how oh, they take the science seriously, whatever, really? Maybe there are people that would have taken ivermectin and maybe it would have helped them prescribed by their doctor. Maybe. 
who didn't and got a whole lot sicker. Maybe even some of them died. Maybe there are people now who won't take ivermectin because they're scared that it's horse dewormer in whether it's some foreign country or wherever we're talking about where they have endemic uh, river blindness and some of these diseases. And they'll be like, oh, I heard it was horse dewormer. I don't want to take that. Disgusting. Disgusting. CNN is a a shameful place, honestly. The people who work there, the on-air anchors, the people who run their editorial, they should be ashamed. The fact that they will not come out and apologize for this and say, look, we got this wrong and and it was really beneath, beneath what we stand for as a network just goes to show you that it's not beneath them. This is who they are. This is what the lib, leftist, elitist media has become. Happy to peddle lies and falsehoods so they can sneer at people they think are socially below them, which is what CNN really thinks of anybody who does not worship at the altar of Fauci and votes Republican. That is the truth. And then there's Fauci, the worst little tyrant smurf on the planet. We'll get to him in a second. On to happier things. I've gotten to know Mike Lindell over the years, and he's built a fantastic company with MyPillow. His team has hooked me up with all kinds of great gear. I've got my pillows on my bed. I've got Giza Dream sheets. I mean, I woke up this morning on my Giza Dream sheets, sleeping on my my pillow. I dried off with a my towel. Hey, uh, put on the my slippers. And it's just game changer for your day to day life at home because the stuff is so comfortable and we can get it for you at a great price. Discounts available right now. Go to mypillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square. You'll see rotational offers up to 66% off products like their pillows, the mattress topper, and the Giza sheets, but also new products like their slippers, weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. Again, promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. Some people have been telling you all along, like me, that we are going to have to learn to live with COVID because it's never going to go away entirely just the same way that we've never been able to eradicate the common cold or the flu. Think about how much we would save in terms of lost productivity, misery, and yes, even death, if we could eliminate the cold, and there's obviously hundreds of viruses that cause the common cold, uh, and the seasonal flu. That would be amazing. Why haven't we done it? Because we don't want to? No, because we can't. We're not going to entirely eradicate the uh, COVID-19 either. And here is Fauci finally admitting it. We are seeing now a decline in acceleration and a turnaround of cases. Where do we ultimately want to be? As I mentioned, it is going to be very difficult, at least in the foreseeable future and maybe ever, to truly eliminate this highly transmissible virus. And again, as I mentioned, we've only eradicated one. We've only eradicated one. So we're not going to be able to eradicate this. It's going to be out there. And so what Fauci is really telling you is get ready for forever COVID. Get ready for this to be the way it is always. And that means the response to it. We could just now, people have vaccines. They know about boosters. We could just say, all right, everybody, we go back to normal life. We could do that as a society tomorrow. We could, but people don't want us to. Why? What exactly are they at this point? If someone gets covid and they would have been protected by the vaccine, they have made a choice to deal with the reality of not getting the vaccine one way or the other. A lot of you are going to say, yeah, I'll take my I'll take my odds on that. Ninety nine point seven percent chance of survival. I'm not worried about it. Okay, right. It's a free country. 
Same way you can get into a car. Same way you can live your life at the most basic level. Got to say, I haven't been an NBA fan in recent years, but it is pretty amazing to hear Kyrie Irving say that this is about freedom. I'm going to start wearing a Kyrie Irving jersey into the office here. Not getting, uh, not not bowing to the mandate is about freedom. Kyrie Irving, very impressive, got to say. Not just as a basketball player. Uh, his position on this uh, is taking is taking some real guts. I mean, he's going to lose half of his salary. He'll still be a very rich guy, but rich people like money. Rich people still like money, trust me. Um, one day I hope to be one, and I can see how that goes. But anyway, I, I think that uh, Fauci is finally having to come clean with everybody about the fact that they're, ne- they're never going to get rid of COVID entirely. And so that means we have to start thinking about how we live with it and why would we then continue on with the most extreme madness when it comes to COVID that we've been through. All right, so that's something to get to. Katie Couric, who is a wildly overpaid media mediocrity who rose to national uh, national fame in the 90s and the early 2000s, recently, uh, or she has a book out, and of course the book is kind of, kind of catty it's kind of a nasty book uh, apparently which maybe of course makes it fun to read i don't know i might want to go check it out but she says that ruth bader ginsburg made comments about the kneeling professional athletes that Couric edited out of the interview to protect ruth bader ginsburg's reputation so they're, they're telling you now they don't even hide it anymore they're telling you that they are democrat propagandists but good for ruth bader ginsburg by the way rest in peace for, I mean, for all the things she was wrong on, at least she realized that kneeling and spitting on America in any way is bratty and gross. She said you shouldn't be in jail for it. It shouldn't be illegal. Agree with that. But it's gross. I also agree with that. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg wasn't, uh, wasn't brought over to the side of, oh, it's about racial justice and about addressing previous historical oppression. Or she's, No, it's America. You should, you should be proud of this place. You should respect this place. You're allowed to not, but she she had some some tough words for the kneeling, you know, NFL and, and NBA players. And I got to tell you, uh, it's not surprising at all that Katie Couric would do this to defend to defend an icon of the left. But this just goes to show you more proof that the biggest names in media, in news media have known for a long time what their real job is. How do you get a big job at NBC? How do you become chief anchor or whatever at ABC? You have to be an effective propagandist for the Democrat Party. You have to be somebody who presents themselves as a journalist but really wants to be playing for Team D, playing for the left. Just another example of this with Katie Couric. Middle-class migrants flying to Mexico. I'll just note this, probably come back to it later on. The border is just a a complete debacle. It's effectively open. We're going to have hundreds of thousands of illegal crossings this month alone, month of October. So that's what's going to happen. We know this. And now we have to look at it and say, okay, well, what is going to be done about this? What, What happens next? And the answer is the Biden administration continues to allow this because they want the inflow of illegal migrants. And it's become so obvious now that it's a great time to come into America that what you have are people who are flying from Brazil and other South American countries flying 
to right near the U.S.-Mexico border, getting out and then crossing illegally because it's a way to skip the immigration line. So these aren't these aren't, you know, the the, the poor huddled masses, you know, teeming to be free from the Emma Lazarus poem on the Statue of Liberty. Right. Uh, Maybe I misquoted it. Something like that. Um, These aren't people that are fleeing oppression. And these are middle class people in other countries who are going, you know what? Better to be a middle class American or even a working, you know, a working class, low income American uh, than it is to be a middle class Brazilian or Chilean or whatever. This is the decision that is being made. And they're just saying the Wall Street Journal reported on this. People are saying, you know what, I'd, I'd rather be I'd rather be at the low end of the income spectrum in America than be in the middle of the income spectrum in South American countries. And I understand that. And by the way, I don't think this doesn't make anybody, you know, they're not bad people, but we have rules, we have laws, and they're supposed to be respected. The Biden administration doesn't care, but it just shows you how much, it shows you how much uh, this, the word has gotten out about how easy it is to get into the United States and to do so by skipping the immigration line, by essentially cheating. Um, Gruden, I, you know, I've talked about it more because Clay and I talk about it on the on the big radio show sometimes. It's been a little more on my mind because generally I don't care much about sports, as you all know. Professional sports doesn't really appeal to me very much. I mean, I, I watch it a little bit, but to me it's like video games for adults. Or I guess video games are for adults too, so I don't know. It's like another version of that. Uh, but Gruden has been removed from some circle of honor and the Buccaneers, and now they've scrubbed him from the Madden football game. It's already been released, but they are removing him after the fact. From the, they are erasing him. His his history. This guy was a coach who won a Super Bowl ring. They are erasing him from the NFL because of what he said in private emails that have come out from ten years ago. So, and that's also why they keep repeating. Oh, he he said mean things about Joe Biden when he was the vice president. Actually, that's to signal to everybody he's a Republican in some way or he's right of center so we go full on attack we go all in against this guy because he is a republican so and that's what they're doing one more for you here the netflix boss the ceo of netflix is defending uh the dave Chappelle show saying that it does not translate to real world harm isn't it stunning that we even have to keep having this argument that making fun of something or someone or whatever is not the same thing as violence. They can keep pretending it's the same thing as violence, but it is not. It's just not. And they say this because what they want is to create a false moral high ground for themselves from which they can engage in the most extreme censorship. You can't criticize me. It's like you're literally killing me if you do. That's what they want. Think of the power that they have there. And by the way, the the uh, LGBTQ plus plus community has a tremendous amount of social and political capital that it can that it does wield. And you see this here where they're going after. I mean, I think Dave Chappelle is arguably. Well, I mean, there's Chris Rock, there are a few others, but among the most successful uh, black entertainers and comedians of his generation I think Netflix paid him something like $100 million plus for all of his specials put together. So the guy is very rich, very influential, and has cultural resonance. And you have the trans community very upset because Dave Chappelle is willing to talk about some of the issues of the trans community that 
you know, are perhaps at some level deserving of or open to or targets of humor. Right. That's what Dave Chappelle is saying. That's why he's making the jokes he's making. They want to shut him down. They're not going to succeed. In fact, this just turns into great advertising for him. But I would also note that uh, Netflix here saying they're going to stand behind uh, Chappelle's special and not pull it down. A lot of money at stake here. And money does talk still. It's not everything for, for the social justice warriors. But when you're when you're getting into nine figure territory, yeah, people tend to put their SJW credentials aside a little bit, just a little bit. Oh, I mentioned uh, Joe Biden on the supply chain issue. You're not going to have toys that you need for your kids this Halloween. I'm sorry, this Christmas and maybe even this Halloween. And the Biden administration is full of buffoons who don't know anything, so they're not going to be able to fix it. That's pretty much where we are. The economy is not what it should be. Inflation is rising. The people in charge don't know what the heck they're doing. If they are trying to create growth and prosperity, if they're looking to redistribute the wealth and do what is the right thing to do, or what feels fair to them, that's a different thing. That's a different thing entirely. So, yeah, that's what they're up to. Thanks for being here with me, team. Please spread the word about the Buck Sexton Show. Text, if you listen on iHeart app or Spotify, text the little share button to somebody, or you can email it, uh, or you could post on your Facebook page. Please be a Team Buck evangelist. Tell people about the show. Spread the word. And I'll be back with you tomorrow. Shields high.